What we might do, though, Ooh. is uh, hear from Travis Head again on his uh, performance on joining Ponting and Gilchrist, making 100 in a one-day international final. Yeah, not in a million years. Um, what an amazing day. So, um, yeah, just, just thrilled to be a part of it. Ricky Ponting, Adam Gilchrist, and now Travis Head. Australian players who've got 100 in the World Cup finals. I'm definitely third on that list. So, um, <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a nice one to join. Um, again, just nice to, to be here. It's nice to contribute. Nice to, yeah, I just said the boys, I'm looking forward to the reunion. Well, Travis, well done. This is a huge <laughs> moment for you and your country. Well done tonight. Thank you very much. Cheers. Oh, how humble is he? And, and what a club to be a part of, to be joining Ricky Ponting and Adam Gilchrist wow. in making 101-day international finals. Modern technology, we've gone from the phone to the WhatsApp connection. <laughs> oh, wow, Barat. that is Jeez, so much like you're in better. the studio. You sound very sexy. Oh, Oh, well, uh, that I do generally, but look, I've gone from uh, sounding like an Indian cricket fan last uh, evening at the um, Narendra Modi Stadium to an Australian fan this morning. Uh, all I mean by that is uh, from being very silent to being very, very noisy and very, very excited. Now, what, what was it like being there with 125,000 people? Mm-hmm. It was deafening, but then they all went very quiet. It was surreal. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, it was. Uh, it felt like uh, I was in uh, Mumbai nightclub at 2 a.m. when the music is so loud <laughs> that you don't realize how many drinks you had. That's how loud it was for uh, the start, uh, the national anthems, and for the first 10 hours of India's innings when Rohit Sharma was going berserk. Uh, and then Travis takes that catch yeah. uh, to get rid of Rohit Sharma, which is as good as his innings, trust me. Uh, and then... Um, you know, Australia just put the stranglehold on them. And uh, then I also learned what it sounds like when uh, a bail drops, when Virat uh, Kohli was cleaned up. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, it was very different to hearing a pin drop. This sounded like uh, a billion hearts just broke in one go. Um, and yeah, and then it just turned deadly silent. Uh, I felt I felt a little for Travis Head in the end. Mm. You know, you make such a spectacular 100, mm. you raise your bat. Uh, and uh, very few people, resp- few people respond. So, like he said later on when he spoke to us, I think he was aiming for uh, Swampy Jeff Marsh at one end and the Australian dressing room and his uh, wonderful wife Jess at the other end when he raised his bat. Yeah, yes, and uh, Swamp would have been having a sherbet. He loves one. He's a good man. Hey, take us back to the very start. Uh, we spoke about it. Everyone was shocked. I was getting text messages and uh, everyone at work were texting each other. What did Pat Cummings know about the wicket to decide to send them into bat first? Uh, I think it's been a campaign of uh, gambles and punts that Australia have taken uh, from leaving Travis Head uh, uh, or in Australia and going to or coming to India with just 14 fit men uh, and many other uh, selection calls they've taken as the tournament has progressed. And uh, it almost felt apt that their World Cup or this World Cup was won on their biggest gamble, which was Pat Cummins deciding to field first. And uh, what I mean by that is, yes, they had uh, realized that the pitch is going to be dry. A lot of them came up to me on the eve of the game and said, oh, man, this pitch could go. Uh, this looks uh, like one of the pitches we got for the test series. So so there was a bit of chatter about that. And I think what Pat Cummins was aiming for is uh, to not let the Indian spinners uh, bowl on that surface while it was dry, while gambling on the fact that there might be some dew later on. Um, and in that moment, uh, look, India said they wanted to bat first as well. But by mm. choosing to field, you almost put that doubt in India's head uh, as if to say, oh, w- w- what are they doing again? Like, what's what's is there something in this pitch that we aren't aware of? Um, and you could see that uh, just the way the Indians reacted. The pitch was very, very slow. 
Um, and uh, Australia just was so good. Pat Cummins, outstanding captaincy, outstanding bowling. Uh, but everyone delivered on the field. And uh, eventually, Pat Cummins, like he's done, done a few times in his uh, captaincy career, was proven right. Parat, help us with this. When the commentary last night referred to this wasn't a red soil pitch and it was sticky, what were they telling us that we don't know about Indian pitches? Oh, so uh, Indian pitches um, around the country uh, are either red soil. You'll find uh, a lot of uh, red soil in uh, places like Mumbai and Chennai, the further south you go. So red, uh, as, in black clay? So- red as in clay type of soil? Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think the black soil has yeah. more clay content in it, and okay. it kind of sticks everything together, uh, mm. which is why you see a lot of slower pitches uh, as you go further north. Uh, uh, and Ahmedabad is sort of central in that sense, uh, but it is more black soil than red soil, even though they do have a few red soil pitches. Um, and, and what happens with the red, uh, mm. the black clay is yep. that it holds everything together, but it also can make the pitch really stodgy, which is what happened yesterday Indeed, if you don't yeah. water it enough. Yeah. Okay. Hey, st- no one's ever happy when they get out. Steve Smith was out LVW. He asked Travis <laughs> Head whether he should uh, go to the third arm and had he said you were plum, uh, was he out or not? <laughs> Clearly he wasn't. And had uh, <laughs> had that lovely anecdote about how Manus walked out to bat and Manus being classic Manus, he saw the big screen and started kicking the dirt because he realized that Steve Smith should have reviewed it and had uh, mm. kind of uh, stitched him up, I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, no, but look, it all worked out beautifully for us. It was very rare. I mean, I was just surprised that Steve Smith even consulted someone else before reviewing yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a great delivery from Jasprit Bumrah. So maybe Steve Smith thought he had been caught in front. Uh, but look, in in a way, it worked out for the narrative because to see um, uh, two new age stars of Australian mm. cricket and Travis Head and Manas Labushain mm. taking them home uh, uh, after the old guard had uh, been dismissed, Warner Smith and Marsh uh, was even made it even more special. And uh, the selectors got it right. I know we discussed infinitum about who should be in there, Labashain or Stoyner. Some were suggesting that the wicketkeeper get dropped, but the, they got it right. And we didn't see any reverse sweeps from Manus Labashain last night. Thank sure. heavens. No, I think he said it uh, well. He said he decided to play it like a test innings. Uh, and because you can, you're allowed to do that with Travis Head and the rate at which he scores, uh, Manas realized that this was the role he was picked for. If Australia are in trouble, yeah. he was the puff, perfect three for 40 man. Uh, walk out, just play a natural game, dig us out of trouble. He's done it a few times earlier in the tournament. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, when it mattered most, uh, he put his hand up and he played a classy innings. Uh, he controlled the innings, never let the Indian spinners uh, get on top of uh, him or Travis Head. Um, and, and and yeah, he complimented Travis perfectly. Uh, and one yet another selection call, uh, yet another selection gamble that they took with bringing Manas in for Marcus Stoinis for the semis and the finals, uh, paid dividends uh, in, in in the biggest match of them all. Barat, we know that Australia left England having kept the Ashes with a lot of heat mm. and that cheat word used so often, and it caused great controversy at mm. Lords. The Indian reaction has been even hotter on this space. I understand that they were expected to win and at home it becomes even more demanding. But the reaction since from Indian fans and the the commentary that you get in that horrible world of social media as it is has not been kind to the Australians at all. When does that just all end and people just recognise this is a very good side? Uh, that, especially going by social media, that'll never end. Like no. People are never happy. I mean, I, I've got a lot of grief for just saying good things about this Australian team mm. as, a, as, as a brown man originally from India. So, I mean, that's just how it is. And I think it's just 
the shock to the system uh, for so many Indians who just, I mean, some of my friends were there. They were traveled from far and wide to get to this venue, spending a lot of money. Uh, and, and I've said this before, uh, culturally, uh, the kind of support Indian cricket, uh, the Indian cricket team gets is very different to what you get in Australia. It's more, mm. I mean, even with this World Cup win, it'll be celebrated, yes, for a, a few days, but then people will just get on with their life in Australia. That's not how India works. Uh, and, you know, they when the Indian team loses, it almost, for the Indian fan, it's almost a feeling of, you let us down. We did all this for you, you let us down. But that's just the mentality in this part of the world. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, they were making so much noise in the lead up to it. And also, I guess people were just, uh, sort of there was this inevitability in a lot of minds that India was going to win this World Cup because of how well they were playing. And because Australia had not always looked uh, at their best. Uh, but then that's that's why now I know why everyone on every flight I took kept telling me, please keep Australia away from the semi-final. We fear them. Mm-hmm. And well, all those fears came to Did fruition uh, last night. Yeah, life's all about timing and they time their run beautifully. Hey, we really appreciate everything you've done for us this year. Barat, uh, we go on leave at the end of this week. So are you on your way back to Adelaide? Uh, very much so. Tomorrow morning, uh, around this time, I board my flight in Mumbai and... Uh, uh, I've never wanted to come back home uh, more than this. It was, it was a great, like, it felt so special. Just, uh, I rarely post for pictures with anyone, but, uh, you know, Travis and I, like, we just had to capture that moment. Like, it felt so good to have a fellow Mighty South Aussie do something so special. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's time to head back to the hills, the wife, the dogs, and the chickens. Well, we hope your wife and the dogs recognize you. You've been gone for a long time. <laughs> have a wonderful Christmas. If we see you before then, we'll buy you a beer. Uh, that sounds like a great plan to me, guys. And yep, the home summer is just around the corner, and I'm sure we'll be speaking to each other very See soon. See you at Karen Rolt Noval. <laughs> yes, perfect place for a catch up. Good on you, Barat. Safe travels. Cheers, guys. Have a lovely day. Thanks, there he is. Bro. He's an absolute ripper.